0: We
1: have gathered at the Lion Heart of Rokugan for the wedding of Akodo Tuturi and his Kaede as we learn of an ominous threat to the Emerald Lands yet tangled in the love lives of the highest ranks of nobility which end up a confrontation and a duel hours before the wedding Thanks for all that allowed this drama to happen, especially Dewey and Simon Pratt. Content warning: violence, physical trauma, Harney Nobles, and the Scorpion Clan.
0: Last time on. Yakumo is a sexy, sexy beast. Yakumo met up with his old friend and sparring buddy, Akoto Arasao. As Arasao is bidding Yakumo goodbye. The two clasp hands in the manliest of handshakes. Yakumo takes this time of pure trust and masculinity to slip a letter forged in Suko's handwriting requesting Arasso to be her second, onto his desk. With a firm nod and an eye contact, both men leave the room.
2: In the same scene, we see, uh, we see as they kind of pull each other in closely, um, Arasu whispers something into Yakumo's ear, and what he whispers is, My brother will need, we'll need a second as well. If you can take his place, do so.
3: We see Matsusuko um, pacing around in her quarters, uh, moving pieces around on a table in front of her, lots of red string tied between pins, um, lots of paper uh, spread out. Um, And she's just got lots of people's names like circled. You can see uh, Choturi, you can see Araso, even Yakumo. and she's just scowling, um, as she plots her revenge.
4: So last time, after all the crab shenanigans with Hida Yakumo making all that noise uh, and Sukune quickly making her escape in the middle of the confusion, she has finally found uh, a suitable seamstress for her wards. Is our Kaede. um it is the most beautiful and elegant outfit that she has ever seen in her life. Um in the middle of all that she has also been hearing whispers of a duel between uh, Tsuko and who was it again? Was it Totori? Yep, yep. <laughs> and this leaves her quite confused and stressed. Because she just knows that once this gets to Izawa Kaede's ears, that she's gonna have a headache to deal with once again.
5: Uh, The camera sees Totori dramatically uh, sharpening and inspecting his katana. He's in his wedding day best. But he's focusing on that because of his suddenly impending duel. And um, just as he sheaths it to make sure it's prepared, he puts it down. A servant yells for him to inspect something. And when Tatori wanders off, you see a hand off scene carefully grab the sheathed katana and pull it somewhere off screen, sinister.
1: And we cut back to Arasu's office where his brother is standing in front of it instead of getting ready for his wedding, because apparently he could not avoid getting himself into a sword
0: fight. Take the spot.
2: To be perfectly honest, I have no idea what to say to him here.
0: The two of them just stare at each other for a while. Oh,
2: what you say? <laughs> <laughs> and then just both of them just start shooting guns that, that you don't know how they got. Um, I don't know. I think for the moment, I don't think Arasu, I, I feel like Arasu actually would not dignify him with speech in this moment. He is just kind of fuming silently. I think he's like sitting on uh, a fairly ornate looking chair, uh, just staring at Taturi, waiting for him to, uh, I think, better justify this. Um, he is trying to make this silence as drawn out and uncomfortable as possible
5: Totori is staring back and it's clear he's definitely trying to match his brother's energy that awkward like who's going to crack first before finally he snaps out and just Arasu she insulted our allies what was I supposed to do my betrothed
2: what you were supposed to do Maintain a low profile. What you were supposed to do was stay away from speaking with Matsusuko in the gang. What you were supposed to do was simply get married. It was all that I asked.
5: She barged into my room and begun speaking ill of the guests we are offering hospitality to. Was I not supposed to answer for it?
2: You were not supposed to answer for it. I would not have allowed the duel. I understand the position that we are in. We must find some way to ensure that you come out on top in this duel. You must do so. Despite the feelings that I may have had once, or may have, for Tsuko. Totori, you must defeat her completely and totally. You must come out unscathed. You must come out looking like the epitome of what our clan is supposed to be. This needs to be a moment of triumph for you. After all, you have a wedding to attend.
5: Of course, Arasu. I, I know what I must do. I can handle Tsuko.
2: I expect you to. Now, go prepare yourself. I have other things to take
5: care of. Satori bows, leaves the room. Uh,
1: I think this counts as a trigger for Tell Me Everything, right?
5: Very
2: well made. Um. Uh. Yeah, I guess kind of. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. So if you have a condition, you can clear it. But I don't think you have one right
1: now. No, no, that's the thing. Do you, uh, do you take the advice or do you reject it?
5: So the advice would be to strike hard, strike fast. Don't be an embarrassment to the lion. Yeah, for now. Yes. Or Tutori will take it. Okay.
1: Uh, so I have to ask, uh, do we have ceiling Tsukuna?
4: Mm, no, not right now.
1: Okay, but we're going to have actual tsukune. So, Totori, what is your mental space as you leave the room? And how is it communicated to the audience? And where are you going to after this? After all, you have so many things to do. And how many things can you keep in your mind?
5: Um, Totori's mental state <laughs> is very stressed. He knows that things have spun wildly out of control because he couldn't let a sideways comet stand, and that there's no one he can blame really but himself. Um, he This is communicated to the audience by Tatori as he's walking through the halls, legitimately just like under his breath, just muttering to himself about just, why did I have to do that? It's Suko manipulated you and you fell for it. Um, I think... Totori is he knows how the phoenix feel about dueling at the best of times um let alone on a wedding day in what is arguably one of the most sacred spaces in the lion lands um Totori is going to scare up some sort of apology gift that would have meaning to him in Kaede or at least that he thinks Kaede would appreciate I don't remember if they've actually met yet um And walk to where she is to have someone deliver it to her, probably with a handwritten note that says, you know, a haiku expressing his apology.
1: And uh, as you are approaching the complex where the phoenix are uh, staying to get something to do this delivery, uh, you are unaware that on the other direction is approaching Chibetsukune, Finally, pleased that she was able to satisfy the request of her ward. And for the first time today, having a moment of calm and relaxation. That's when cutting the corner, both Tuturi and Sukune are face to face.
4: Sukune is surprised by this, especially uh, after hearing the rumors of the duel. And she's just like, oh, oh, uh, Akodo san um...
5: Shiba-san, you look wonderful. Tatori will bow respectfully low.
4: Tsukune bows back <laughs> in response. Uh, thank you. Um you you are looking um <laughs> and she kinda looks away <laughs> awkwardly, um, and respectfully. <laughs> and then back at Tatori, uh you are looking um um you know, uh, mighty and strong as lion, uh, often do.
5: Thank you, Sukhune-san. Um, uh, you are looking very well yourself. Um, <clears throat> I was just heading back to the complex where the rest of your clanmates are. Would you like to walk with me?
4: Oh, certainly. Um, if you don't mind me asking, is there something that you need?
5: of uh, tutorial gesture to a wooden box with a letter written on it um uh, i was actually looking for someone to um uh, place this in the hands of lady kaede a little gift and letter for me to help explain the situation
4: yes i i see i think it is indeed wise to seek someone to deliver it to her rather than delivering it yourself, seeing as um, she is having quite um, a rough day right now.
5: And who better to introduce me to the right servant to make sure this is handed off perfectly than Lady Kayere's most talented Yojimbo?
4: Oh, you flatter me. Um, Well, I may actually be able to deliver it myself.
5: I mean, I would not want to dishonor you by turning such an honorable warrior into a simple messenger for a a minor note.
4: Oh, it would be quite alright. I mean, I've already been looking around for a seamstress today earlier. Um, I
5: had heard something like that from... Lady Tsuko. I cannot believe she did not simply lead you to the seamstress's quarters within the castle. She is familiar with where they are.
4: And Tsukune, at the mention of Tsuko and knowing where the seamstresses would be, she is looking kind of uncomfortable. And maybe there's a small hint of confusion in her face. Um, yes, I. She was offering to uh, have one of her friends um, help me with that um, little thing. But yeah, I, I'm i not really sure why she would not just leave me uh, there herself. Um, but uh, it's everything is okay now. I found the seamstress by myself eventually. And um, everything is fine, at least... Well, I've also heard some things about you, Akodo san, and um, Tsuko. And she looks at uh, Tatori expectantly.
5: (laughs) Tatori locks eyes for a minute and then kind of shame, like ashamed, looks like it's. An unfortunate turn of events that on such a magnificent day surrounded by such beauty, it must turn to the ugliness of the way of the sword. But neither of us are known for our control of our tempers, I suppose.
4: I see. Is it not possible to call off the duel?
5: I I cannot. It, Man, this is going to hurt to say. <laughs> Suko in Suko insulted the Phoenix Clan as guests under my brother's hospitality, as the clan of my betrothed. I cannot allow such a thing to stand. It's not. I will not.
4: Oh, so that is what she did.
5: Yes, she levied an accusation about the nature of the Phoenix and your visit here. I will not Sukune allow anyone to speak such ill of people I care about.
4: Well, I see this is worse than I thought, and Sukune is looking kind of angry (laughs) that Sukune would do such a thing. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, I'm not sure how to respond to this. I I wonder if uh, she... Starts uh, looking a bit lost in her thoughts as if she's trying to remember something, looking back into her interaction with Tsuko and um, her small group of friends. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I think you are revealing a shocking truth when you flash back to reveal a shocking truth about another PC. Market condition and roll with conditions. Market. So basically, you are trying to reframe uh, the situation when you were with uh, Tsuku and her friends. Uh, the question is: Are you doing this to maintain your relationship?
4: Yep. Hmm. I. Well, I think she would like to see what all that was about. I think she would like to keep the relationship, but at the same time, she is conflicted because Suko just spoke badly of her clan.
1: Yeah, uh, or at least that's what they say. So mark a condition to set the tone for the scene. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So you're going to roll plus two uh, because it's your condition and plus one because you are maintaining the relationship. So roll 2d6 plus three on reveal a shocking truth.
4: Hmm. Would it be introspective? Yeah. Eight, and seven, nine, choose one. Hmm. Well, would I have evidence that this is true? Yeah. Okay. So
1: we flash back to the scene on the gardens when you met Tsuko uh, and uh, her friends, and what is now that is being presented to the audience that was not visible on the first scene on the gardens. What you are now remembering about Tsuko and the rest?
4: Well, the thing that that I can remember more clearly is probably the detail about the hands. Of the person that Zuko was talking about, um, when she was telling me that, uh, they had a seamstress right there.
1: Yeah. And yeah, you remember that and the context of that changes and you realize that, uh, Oh no! She wanted to humiliate your clan. She wanted to disgrace Kaede by making her look bad on her wedding day, and because that failed, she was not trying to ruin the wedding with this duel. So, do you what do you want to pick?
4: Um, yeah, I will have with uh, uh, the evidence
1: evidence yeah uh, i would say that you know uh there is a sewing kit that uh, that uh soku colored for and uh, you can uh, you find it still on the garden and you know that the 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 sewing kit is basically uh unused this is not from an experience uh, seamstress. This is just something that was proper that for a beginner to look like the paper. And you come back from your memories and how are you reacting to this realization that uh, God damn it, Tzuca has been trying to sabotage my world's special day.:
4: I am furious and sad because not only would she be sabotaging my clan, that whole thing would also fall on me. So suddenly Tsukuni is thinking like, oh, you, you don't actually like me, you're just using me.
1: What you gonna do now?
4: I um I assume that me and Totri have been walking for a while.
1: Yeah, probably.
4: I'd probably excuse myself and thank him for, uh, for all that uh, he has told me, and I'm heading to Izawa Kaede's um, room to deliver uh, Totori's uh, apology.
1: We came to the dual grounds where Tsuko is getting ready and Arasu arrives. And Araso, you have just read a letter where Tsuko requests that uh, Hida Yakamo, all People, be her second. And you see Tsuko already here, and Yakamo is probably going to arrive at any moment. And the question that you wonder is, is he going to show up as the opponent or as the second? And uh, Tsuko, how are you preparing yourself for the duel?
3: Suko is. I don't think that she's feeling nervous. I think she's very focused. She's she's been in combat before. She's been in duels before. This is very much something that she expects to win. Um, this is this is why she's at home um, and all of the games that have been played today at this wedding. Uh, this is the one that she's most confident she can win.
1: And Adesso why do you get the feeling that you're usually the big player? Why do you get the feeling that there are some other people playing games around you? And how that makes you feel.
2: Um, I mean, I get that feeling because uh, I spoke to Tsuko earlier just to try and like, you know, Like, I guess, like, and I, I, like, to some extent, spoke reasonably frankly with her to try and be like, hey, I need this to go well. And now she has started a conflict that, like, is derailing pretty much everything I have organized today. Uh, So, how I feel is honestly, like, even in spite of the separation, probably a little bit betrayed, but definitely deeply angry at frustrated um because it seems like everything that i've set up is on the verge of just falling apart
1: and just like the dojo scene you are once again alone with suku how similar are your feelings and how have they changed in the space of two hours
2: i would say Arazu's feelings have changed uh, i mean like he still it's still very mixed. It's still very complicated. He still feels like affection for her, even though they have been at odds for such a long time. And, um, you know, now he has the added sort of extreme tension of this is a fire. I'm not immediately sure of how to put out because this is an interlion conflict, which is not what he expected to come out of today.
1: So do you have anything to say to each other?
2: I think. Hmm. Yeah, I think he just goes right for it and says, Matsutsuko, I told you the ways in which everything about what was happening today was potentially beneficial to our clan. I told you the ways in which... It was potentially a detriment to future foes. I told you these things because I thought that you were able to be trusted with them. I told you all of this because I thought there was still some shred of care for me in your heart. And now you have turned around and just based on your inability to control yourself, you have started a conflict that is going to ruin it. How could you do this? How could you do it to me? How could you do it to the clan? You disappoint me
3: then perhaps now you feel a shred of the disappointment and the betrayal I felt the day that you told me it was over.
2: He just, I think, sort of simmers in silence for a minute, and he says, I know that I have hurt you. I recognize that, but I cannot understand why you wish to see everything about what happened or what happens in our clan fall to ruin simply because of your feelings. It is an embarrassment.
3: Your brother is the embarrassment. If he were not kept in line today, and I doubt that he has been completely kept in line, because from what I have heard, he has been seen walking with the person who is the object of his affections, and it is not his bride. It is his lack of tact and his openness about his feelings towards someone else on his own wedding day that has led us here. I tried to be subtle, and tell him, not today. Don't see this person today. Not today. They, they're not worth your time today. And he did nothing. He got angry and he chapped. And he gave me no choice. Worry less about me and worry about him.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. So, first of all, Arasu, you are definitely striking out of someone. So, have you caught Tsuko off guard? I think that's up with Tsuko.
3: Um... I don't know, because like I think, I think she had stuff planned out, like as part of you know the revenge swearing. But like I think some of the some of the talk about could have taken her off guard. Yeah, like either way.
1: And has Suku wronged you?
2: In my mind, yes.
1: Oh, that's what matters.
2: And are you keeping your hands clean? Doesn't feel like it right now.
1: No, does not. Yeah, So you're going to be rolling plus one.
2: There we go. It's a six.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. So this clearly did not even slow down at Soko. Cool. And clearly... You have been keeping something in your mind quite heavy about this, and your plans are for sure going to suffer because of this. You're just not aware of what was able to sleep by right now. And Tsuko, you are uh, revealing a shocking truth about, uh, uh, about the Turin. So...
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we, we get back to the meeting between uh, Tsukune and Toturi, and you mark a condition uh... related to how you're feeling now about uh, your belo- uh, beloved choosing another over yourself.
3: I would like uh, raging, please.
1: Okay, so roll to the six plus one.
3: I don't get any questions on this one.
1: No, this one has no questions.
3: Okay,
1: nine, nine. So you get to choose one. Okay. About what you just presented to Arisu.
3: Um. Ooh, I like unequivocal evidence, but I also like the rightful claim to something that he values. Um, uh, hey, audience, <laughs> can I ask you which one would be more fun? Because I feel like unequivocal evidence would just be like the the one of Matsu Tsuko's thugs being like, oh, yeah, I saw them. But the, the truth might also be fun for like.
2: Introduced
1: by Ushigo Jira. That supports. <laughs>
6: oh,
3: yeah.
5: Oh, that's very good. That would be fantastic. That would be stellar. Do it.
3: <laughs> yeah let's let's go with that i love that
1: yeah so as you say that as you tell the truth about uh, toturi interest in well you did not say her name did you
3: um i don't actually remember <laughs> it's very bad to ask me if i did a thing within the last five minutes
1: well the question is do you want to say her name
3: oh or not? um hmm uh, I won't say who. I'll just say with uh, with an you know with someone else on on the very day of his wedding.
0: Yeah. yeah. So
1: tell who among the witnesses at the temple for the duel stands and approaches both you and 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 backs you up, confirming that is indeed the fact that Taturi has been able to meet with the person that they love.
3: Ayushi Yojiro.
1: Indeed. And the lean scorpion approaches both of you, my lord of the lion, my lord of the Matsu. I'm afraid that there is no confusion or lie on this most unfortunate of days. It is true that we have known for a while of defections of your brother. We are not expecting that he would have the opportunity to mingle with their beloved, but that indeed happened. And I support Matsutsuku's claim to this. And this is the worst possible moment for Yamato to enter. And he does.
0: I guess it's time for that entrance. Yakubo enters the scene. Abs glistening. Pecs oiled. Legs thick. Hair flowing. Tetsubo shoulder. He looks over the dueling area prepared and gives a prompt nod of approval. Seeing a gathering of several lords, samurai, gathered together to discuss something probably trivial, he strides over and calls out, "Ho, lords of the Lion, Lady Suko, and Young Scorpion, I believe there is to be a duel here today, and it would be improper of me not to be present.'
2: This is not Arasu talking. This is Sam talking. I don't know how the fuck to respond to that. <laughs> Yakimo is a presence. Um, I think Arasu was a bit uncertain as to in what capacity. He's still very worried about what capacity uh, Yakumo is going to be actively participating in this. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but did Taturi not also ask Yakimo to be his second? Yeah, he's been asked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He just didn't accept
0: He's made no statement yet.
2: Got it. Um, yeah, then in that case, I think he's um, he is maintaining a kind of a face here because they were um, literally just having a conversation about uh, some of, like, Torturi's uh, behaviors today. And um, he turns and says, ah, Lord Jacobo, of course, it is good that you are here to oversee the workings of this duel. Uh, if you have not already met Bayushi Yojiro, it is my privilege to introduce it
0: to you. Yojiro-san. It has been such a long time.
2: Now, Evan, I do want to question, are you making the implication that you have, in fact, also uh, been previously intimate with Bayushi Yojiro? I will let you draw your own conclusions, Sam. Okay, so yes.
1: Um, Well, I guess we can drop the question now. Uh, Do we have ceiling Tsukune for this? (laughs) Meowdy. What did (laughs) that (laughs) mean?
4: Ceiling Tsukune at your service.
1: So, are you there or not?
4: On this whole thing?
1: Yes. On the dual grounds.
4: Yeah, I just think that after. Delivering the uh, Tatri's apology to Isawa Kezi, that she would probably be seeking Tsuko and that would probably lead her to the dual grounds.
1: Okay. So let's, let's roll in advance for that. So, uh, do you work here?
4: Yeah, kind of.
1: <laughs> okay. Are you dressed to blend in?
4: Yes, I am a samurai. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Are you in over your head? Yes. Okay, so roll to the six plus three.
4: That was an eight.
1: Okay, so you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have to pick someone that sees you. Yes. Escaping the conversation. So you can be while this is happening, you can think who is gonna be aware that you were listening in. Cannot always be Yakimo.
4: Hmm. I was trying to think who would be more interesting to have seen me.
1: Yeah, uh you can think as the scene goes.
2: Arasu turns to uh, Bayushi and to Tsuko, and he says, the topic of the conversation we have just been having is an interesting one. We will be sure to consider it later. And I think he just, um, I don't know if there's a place that I would typically as, as kind of technically like the Lord of this place be overseeing the duel from, but I think he just goes over there and just sort of broods.
0: Sukune-san, have you not yet selected your second for this duel?
3: My name is Suko, brah. Do it would again. <laughs> He's seen Sukune, oh no!
2: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> the choice has been made.
0: <laughs> Guys, I'm just really good at roleplay. I don't forget characters' names. Um, that's the secret about me that you
4: probably didn't know. He found Sukune on the ceiling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he he looks up and <laughs> Sakuna is there. <laughs> it's not even that. It's like, yeah,
5: because,
1: also also impressive because again, this is a dual field, so it's
5: open ground. So it's just the sky. it is a hole. on the sky looks? She's poking out from a cloud.
2: Every time he makes it like a decisive statement, he takes his tetsubo and just sort of bangs it on the floor. And this time, when he does it, Sakura it just, just falls off the ceiling. Falls just from, just from like, the sky. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Where the fuck
3: did you just come from? Why are you still Oh, Sam, you've been summoned in the chat. For where? Oh, yeah.
0: What was Arasso's pet name for Suko? Also, Charlie, what was Suko's pet name for Arasso? Hmm.
3: Hmm. Hmm. I feel like they wouldn't have had nice pet names for each other. They
5: don't seem like the type, right?
3: To be honest.
5: I mean... <laughs> I feel like there was one in old lore and I can't remember. My little sunflower. I feel like it's. I feel like. Did that even exist in old lore?
2: Yeah, as a dead guy.
5: Yeah, I mean, much like he existed. He existed in the past (laughs) since.
2: This is the most screen time Arasu's ever gotten. You're welcome, Fantasy Flight Games. It's almost too much. (laughs) Uh, Um. Yeah, I can't see him be, like, he would say some shit, like, probably, like, my love or something. Like, it was very, very like, yeah, I don't think, I don't, it doesn't feel like that was their dynamic.
5: Ooh.
3: Yeah, I think, like, I don't know, I I can see a very, sort of, like, there aren't specific terms of endearment so much as just, like...
5: General terms of affection? Fuck boy. (laughs) Fuck, I mean, that's...
3: (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like, like, honestly, yeah, like, I I can see it being more like that. <laughs> but the, the the, the tone is different. Like it was, she would say fuck boy lovingly, you know, three years ago. But now it's like, nah, he's a fuck boy.
0: Not lovingly.
3: Yeah. Fuck boy discouraging. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, okay, let's bring it back
1: into the scene. So what does the audience see is, is these, these ships
0: come head to head. To clarify... Did, did Sukune fall from the sky? Or is she yeah. still she's still stinky? No. Sukune,
1: st- st- Sukune still has not left the scene, so n- nobody has still de- detected her.
0: Okay. So in that case, Suko san you are arriving at a momentous occasion, a duel on a man's wedding day. Have you yet chosen your second?
3: If I need one then one of my associates has offered to take that place. And she gestures over to her five large muscular friends who are just like hanging out maybe 10 feet away.
0: How lion of you.
3: Are you surprised that a lion would do something in the manner of a lion, Hida-san?
0: I am surprised the Matsudaimyo Suko would follow so closely in Araso's tactics.
3: You cheeky bitch! <laughs> hmm. Araso's tactics are the same as Okodo's tactics. Just because he does not apply them well does not mean that the lessons behind them should be ignored.
0: If you say so. Lady Lion. And Yakumo will, like, smack his Tetsubo down to the ground while looking the five muscly dudes in the background, like, somehow, all of them at once, right in the eye.
3: No, my posse!
2: (laughs) Yakumo's just going to eat them all, just one by one. (laughs) Who's next?
3: Nom, nom, nom. Anyway, I don't know if my thugs would be, I think they would be a little bit, um, like taken aback and, you know, kind of a little intimidated, but trying not to say anything. Cause it's Hidi He's got a reputation, but also some of them think he's quite beautiful.
2: Sorry. You said some, Was, was now is that, did you misspeak or it's cause I think it might be all.
3: I think it's all of them, but one of them is just like really, really good at hiding it.
0: I will wink at that one.
3: They blush. This
2: is a good scene. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as Arasu's concerned, he's just waiting until Tatori shows up. He's, he's, I, I think he's washing his hands of this.
0: Yakumo looks up at Arasu's little little bitch box and asks, Does the Lion Clan champion so often stand afar from matters of his clan to Zuko? How far? How far away are you, Sam?
2: Oh, you said. Oh, she said, Tsuko. I'm like. I mean, not like super close. I'm pretty. I'm. I don't know.
0: They're like. Okay, then I will. I will talk quietly enough to talk shit about you to Tsuko.
1: Okay. Okay, I think you are trying to manipulate Araso into doing
2: something, are you not? Uh, apparently not me. Apparently, I can't hear it. So.
0: Either either he wants to manipulate Araso into doing something because. He knows Araso will see uh Yakubo talking to Suko and like flexing at the muscly men and like maybe getting a little too close to Suko for Araso's comfort. I think that works.
1: Okay, so have you caught Arasu in a good mood? Absolutely not. Uh, does your well-being directly affect Arusus?
0: Yes.
1: Are you the center of attention? I would hope so. Okay, roll to the six plus two. I got a nine. Okay. So, for you, for them to do whatever it is that you're trying to get them to do, you will need to pick one. Either mark a condition or give them something they want first.
0: I will mark, uh, I will mark lustful. Okay. So, tell us what
1: do you want Ariso to do and then we're going to see how Arison gets to do it.
0: I would like to force Ariso to get involved again even though he keeps desperately trying to wash his hands and stand back from the whole affair. Potentially showing Suko that I'm messing with Ariso, but that could just be a side benefit. Okay, go for it, Sam.
2: I hmm, so I think like my biggest thing here is that like I I'm still trying to maintain positive relations with Yakimo. and I don't. I don't like that he's getting buddy buddy with uh, with with Zuko right now. I'm not into that at all. Um, I think I want to try to draw him into a side conversation. I want to like. I want to like. It's not. I don't want to because he is still trying to not be outright involved. So I think he's trying to instead take Yakimo away from Tsuko and then basically just be like, "Hey, like, please offer my brother or offer to be my brother's second, like." you know, I need you to like protect him. I think is kind of the intention right now. Yeah. Um, so, so I think what I'll do is, uh, because I am again, trying to wash my hands. I'm trying to do this in the shittiest way possible. So I think I send someone over, um, to, uh, convey the message. Uh, I have heard that the, uh, the crab enjoy drinking uh, before dueling more so than any other clan or like something to that effect. uh, Like the crab enjoy uh, fine sake more so than any other clan. And I would like to share cups with you uh, before this duel takes place.
0: As the messenger arrives and um, gives the message to Yakumo, he will turn and grin to Suko and say, the beastmaster cracks his whip again how long his clan will listen and then we'll go
2: with the attendant um and as Yakimo walks over i am uh i have had someone run and fetch just the finest possible uh the finest possible sake that i could have grabbed on short notice um definitely something from like one of my my private reserve stores
1: Okay, so let's get that telepifanio for you to get uh, your proposal to Yakimo. So do you know about uh, Yakimo's past? Uh,
2: I believe that I do. Evan, is that correct? I think that I do. Sure. Largely. Yeah.
1: Have you been intimate before?
2: It is my understanding that we have.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, are you keeping your hands clean?
2: Uh, it seems like I'm, I am doing that here.
1: Okay, so 2d6 plus 3.
2: I'm attempting to take control of the situation again. It is a nine.
1: Okay, so let's see what stipulations do each of you have for this conversation about this request. So each of you can make one request as the servant prepares to serve you sake. Uh,
2: what would Yakimo's stipulation be? Do it, do, I, do it? Does it have to go in the order of me, then you?
1: No order required.
0: Uh, Yakumo got called here, so he's waiting to see what Araso does.
2: Okay, then his thing would be I want you to offer to serve as my brother's second, and I want you to, uh, try and step in and duel Suko yourself. I, I, are those two separate stipulations?
0: I think you can phrase it as, like, will you serve as my brother's second to fight Suko? You can probably phrase it correctly, right? Like that, right? Um, yes.
1: And what is your stipulation?
0: My, my, like, question, my stipulation, uh, Yakimo will place a hand on Araso's shoulder and softly say, Little lion, when did you become so soft with your tactics and plans? If you wish me to do this here in the arena, I will need to see some spine from you and your little brother. Because all I have seen so far are the empty roars... Of a fearful man.
2: Now, in terms
0: of like... I want you to be Suko second.
1: Huh. So wait, so if I'm getting this right... <laughs>
2: so, so really, instead of them... Fi- hang on. So I'm fighting to defend an insult that was made to my family, but really, it's just you want to fight me because you're horny?
0: You want me on the battlefield, baby? You got to stand up and do something. So,
5: Suko will be dueling Yakumo with Arasu as Suko's second, and I'll be somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I think is what I'm getting. I'm, hmm, that's like, is that even a
2: thing that would be allowed to be asked? Like, I would be defending an insult to my own family?
1: Well, uh, Tutoria's argument is that the insult is to the, uh, the Kaede and uh, her family and clan
5: arguably, it could also show that you're not playing favorites because it's your brother. It, it shows that you're paying more attention to your duties as a liege than as a sibling.
1: Yeah, that's true. And again, you are in kind of worried that the other vessels, not only the Matsu, are getting upset with your bullshit, so...
0: Yeah, if if the matsu like immediately get duelled by the champion's brother for speaking out, what like can the lion vassals no longer speak their opinion and like state their heart? This is all very. This is all very convincing argument. Yakumo wants Araso to back his shit up and stop scheming, or else Yakumo's out and is going to cause shit that hurts Araso.
2: Yep.
3: the reason, the whole reason that you're marrying your brother into the Phoenix is because you're saying that you you wouldn't do. Yep,
2: I'm showing that I that I wouldn't make anybody else do something I wouldn't do myself. Yep, yep, yep. That's that's the hard sell for me. I think he um um I think he puts his uh, hand on Yakumo's or er, other shoulder and he says, "I look forward to sparring with you yet again, Yakumo-sama."
1: Okay, and as this pile down falls all over the place, Tsukune is carrying away from the dual grounds, having just listened to all this conversation. Uh, and Tsukune, you noticed that someone has seen you leave. Who is aware that you have been eavesdropping these conversations?
4: A good question. <laughs> hmm. Who would be a good choice? Hmm. So it was Yakumo and Arasu? That what? That we're uh, talking?
1: Well, and also Tsuko and Arasu before.
4: Hmm. I wonder, what if Tsuko saw Tsukune leaving? Ooh, um, I mean, if, if Totori
3: is not here yet, then she might have time to just go see you.
1: The question is does she want to?
4: Oh, she definitely wants to have a talk with (laughs) Tsuko
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So, Tsuko you noticed Sukune scaring away and uh, you see that uh, those other two are up in the stands talking to each other. And you realize, well, it's the perfect opportunity to intercept Sukune before she gets away. So what do you do?
3: Yeah, like, I will stomp off after Tsukune because I'm raging right now at all the antics of Araso and Yakumo. So let's, let's go see someone who doesn't always make us angry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she'll, she'll go after Tsukune and uh, call Shiba-san I was not aware that you were going to be watching. Tsukune stops
4: in her tracks. And takes a moment to look back at, uh, Tsuko. And in her face, you can see, like, uh, an angry but hurt expression on her face. And when she finally, uh, completely turns to Tsuko, she will be like, Tsuko-san, yes, I heard about the duel that is going to take place, I've also heard about the reasons for such a duel to be happening, and she looks at Suko, expecting her to say something. And who have you heard those reasons from, Shiba-san? Totori-san told me as um, I found him in the, I think it was the, I don't know, some hallway. <laughs> I found him as I was doing my daily um, jobs, and he had something very interesting to tell me. So, what will it be? If you must know, Shiva san, Akodo
3: Totori had expressed an interest in you that I found untoward given the nature of today's celebrations. I encouraged him not to worry about spending time with you,
4: and it did not work. And so... And so you thought it was a good idea to cause all this trouble for my clan, my wards, and possibly having consequences for me?
3: Okay, how do I make this as dramatic as humanly possible, but still be Matsusuko?
1: Process our feelings out loud and angrily.
3: Yeah. Let's process our feelings out loud.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Process our feelings out loud and then ask us.
3: Okay. Um, Suka is going to just like step forward and put her arms out. Um, like not for a hug or anything, but you know, when you have like your hands up in front of you and like your fingers stretched wide and everything, um, and just, uh, say I, I can't stand the thought of him, you know, treating you like your second best, um, and, and not giving you what you deserve. And so, Yes, I, I was cruel, but I did it to, to save you from always having to be second fiddle in the future. I don't want you to have to be with a man like that.
4: Suko-san, I am well aware of Totori-san's feelings, and you should know that I am loyal to Isawa Kaede. I would never do something that would go against her wishes. and. She seems to be struggling with words and biting her lip.
1: So, Tsuko, time to ask each member of the audience if they are rooting for you.
3: Okay. Uh, Brad, uh, are you rooting for Zuko?
5: <laughs> I mean, as an audience member, part of me loves that Zuko's a dramatic bitch. But also, no. <laughs> Zuko Zuko needs to get what's coming to her.
3: (laughs) Evan, are you rooting for Zuko?
5: I
0: just got back from getting water. What am I rooting for?
3: Um, Zuko just like, uh, did a dramatic kind of, uh, she processed her feelings out loud and was like, uh, Selling Sukune, uh, you know, I did what I did so that you don't have to be, uh, stuck as like, uh, you know, the side piece. Um, so like, you know, Totori is like second, you know, second best lady,
0: when you said you were rustling your feelings out loud, I was like, "Yeah, emotional health." We sh- I, I'm rooting for that. But then you set up insulting her clan and like kind of mm-hmm. talking shit about her as like a good thing, and that's not really healthy. That seems kind of manipulative. So I'm gonna go no. I'm not rooting for Suko. Yes,
3: I've made a villain. Sam, uh, what about you?
2: No. <laughs> But here's the—it's like only because I am actively rooting against her because I just want to see the—I want to see the—I want to see the mess. I want to see,
1: yeah.
3: It's going to be such a mess, Ludo. What about you?
1: No, because I think Sukud still has not suffered enough.
3: <laughs> Excellent. And um, Melon, do you count as the audience in this, or like in this particular scene?
1: Oh, this is everyone that is listening to this. <laughs>
4: Okay. Yeah, not really. This is not how you solve your problems. Suko. <laughs> yes. Dig more
3: holes and then later you will fall into one. She could be falling into one right now.
2: <laughs> so you're a big brain. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck my own character over. Eat shit,
1: idiot. Yeah. So uh, you have this too, I think, right?
3: <laughs> um uh, plus two from what no one's rooting for me
1: no one i thought there was at least one no no one no one okay so you rolled 2d6 only nobody likes
0: 2d6
3: nobody look look listen no one has to like the villain okay (laughs) obviously if i made a better villain she might have some fans uh eight
1: Eight. So choose one and then take plus one while following this information.
3: Um, I don't know. So it's either the audience reveals a crucial event going on outside of you. The audience tells me how Suko might find love with a partner of their choosing. The audience tells you how to get blank to blank. Ooh. What do we want, audience? Which one?
0: Yeah, you pick. We answer it. You pick.
4: Uh,
3: fine, uh, tell me how to get blank to blank. I don't fucking know.
5: <laughs> yeah, what is the blank?
3: <laughs> I don't know!
5: Is Sukun to fall back in love with you or.
0: Uh, no, 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 no. How do we get Araso to cry? I don't know. Because um, that's what Suko wants to know. <laughs> hang on, you guys know it's true.
5: <laughs> now, hang, now, fucking hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe he still
0: likes uh she still likes him after all everything. Yeah, maybe she cares. Who knows? Okay. Uh so, so since we don't have any other ideas going, I will propose the best way to make a raso cry is to uh
2: wait, wait, wait. Charlie is not being that. Well, no, hang on, that's not how that works
3: yeah let's 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 go with um th- a crucial event going on outside of you because that's fun and i don't have to think very hard about it
1: hmm how about something that is happening on arisu's office well this is
5: Ooh. yes
1: any other suggestions
5: I mean, we did offhandedly mention the solution to my uh, last time on, uh, that maybe this is the scene of one of of Arasu's goons bringing Totoro's katana into his office and concealing it.
2: I like that. I am a fan of that as well.
4: Yes, that sounds good. That
2: sounds good.
1: So describe it in detail then. What is happening in as the camera cuts away from the dwelling grounds.
2: Am I describing it or is Charlie describing it? Well, you are the audience that proposed it, so you do. Okay. Uh, so we are it's actually I think it's something that happened um even a little before um it's after Katuri left earlier, um, but before um Arasu made his appearance at the dueling grounds. Um, one of uh, his servants comes in and he is carrying uh, a wrapped bundle under his arm uh, because I think it's technically improper for servants to be seen with, with swords. Um, so uh, un- or, uh, Arasu unwraps it and uh, draws it from its sheath and looks at it. He says, It appears that my brother's katana is dull. Take this somewhere and have it sharpened. We won't be needed it until tomorrow.
1: We get back to the dual grounds and we see on one side Toturi and Yakamo, on the other Matsutsuke and her former lord, no, well, former, uh, former lover and current liege, Arasu. And as they stand, one of the priests approaches. We consecrate this place under the vigilance of the ancestors and heaven. May the insulted party, Akodo Tuturi, step forward and present the reasons for this duel. Matsutsuku is asked to step forward and under heaven lay their own claim to the cause of this warrior's disagreement.
3: Gladly. I claim that Totori insults me by laying these base claims at my feet, when instead he would sully the importance of this wedding day by seeking to spend it with someone before he is to be married.
6: And
1: you can see the audience starting to open their their fans and whisper to each other as Kaede that has been slowly boiling over. Her eyes just disappear into two tiny red spots. The priest is just as taken back as everyone else and seems to hesitate. Well, well then. Tutori, as the aggrieved party, you get to set the conditions of this duel
2: under heaven.
1: What will it take for this to be satisfied? Will this require blood or will this require a life?
2: Arasu, very, very slightly, like, I think just enough for only Dutruri to see it. Just nods.
1: The priest nods along. Matsu, Sama, as the challenged party, you get to pick the weapons and defenses that will be used in the course of this duel. What is your request?
3: Katana, no armor.
1: The priest nods. May you
0: or your champions advance. Yakimo takes several solid steps forward and vaguely addresses the crowd and the priest. I would not see a proud and beautiful young man scarred or exert himself on his wedding day. Thus, I, Hideyakimo, stand forward as his second to act and contest this duel on his behalf.
2: Uh, his eyes are perfectly steely and um doesn't he does not react at all. Um but I think that like Toturi would know that this lack of reaction is probably belying just like how furious he is with Toturi putting him in this position.
1: You can hear from the side someone shouting As if this is going to happen. Yamato is too much of a coward to fight without armor, Over his Tetsubo. He has no chance in a proper duel. And you can see a bald face uh, standing among the crowd, dressed in
0: uh, dragon clothes, as Hitomi heckles. Yakimo turns to face her and slowly, intentionally undoes the clasps of his armor, letting each piece fall down to his feet, staring her intently in the eye as each piece is undone bit by bit, revealing the massive, muscular frame contained underneath. As the last piece drops, he firmly plants his Tetsubo with three solid thumps into the ground, then grins and turns back to the dueling field. So what happens on the other side?
3: I mean, I feel like Suko just, like, (laughs) sighs internally and says, Very well, if you will not face me yourself... And I will face your second.
1: So as you step forward, you stand before each other and you show each other your stance. So each of you can try to spot any something out of place. And I'm gonna say Tsuku goes first as the challenge part did. So have you been intimate with Yamato recently?
3: Uh, I don't think that we've we've had any kind of anything kind of intimate. Like we had that convo- like that brief conversation, but I wouldn't count that as intimacy strictly.
1: Uh, are you free of other distractions? Are you taking control of this situation?
3: I'm very focused on this right now.
1: Okay, 2d6 plus 2, go!
3: Hell yeah!
1: Oh, so 2d6. Wah, wah.
3: Uh, I get minus 2 for spot something because I'm raging. So, yeah, that's alright. 12.
1: Okay, so you have uh, two questions.
3: Uh, Two questions. Um,
0: By being physically superior.
3: How could I get your character to lose, Evan?
0: To have a great time.
3: Perfect. And uh, what are you planning?
2: Just here to have fun.
3: (laughs) Just two dumbasses in the ring. Okay.
1: Okay. Now, uh, Yamato, have you been intimate with uh, Zuko recently?
0: (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) No. I am so zoned in on my moment right now. Are you free of other distractions? There is nothing that could distract me, aside from maybe a bald monk. Are you the center of attention? I, I would say being in the middle of a duel counts as the center of attention.
1: Yeah,
0: people would argue that. So, twenty-six plus 2, go! 11, what does Suko really want out of this? So, you get to ask the questions, dude.
3: Uh, honestly, uh, it's very, it's, it's just all personal now. Uh, she just wants, um, she just wants Arasso and Totori to look like idiots. This is all just getting back at them. There's, there's no, like, master plan.
0: Would she be satisfied if the duel ended in a draw?
3: Okay, no. Only if it was legitimately in a draw. Like, she's gonna fight till the very last, I think. Like, she'd have to, she'd have to pass out. <laughs>
1: Okay, so you look at each other, you analyze each other's stance. Is anyone conceding at this point? No. No. Okay, so you observe each other and as you prepare to draw your sword, you advance open each other and Tsuko strike out at someone. Have you caught Yamato off guard? Have they just wronged you?
3: I mean, if I'm going first, I guess I am. Uh, Yakumo hasn't wronged me. Uh Not well.
1: Are you taking control of this situation?
3: Not just now. He's surprised me.
1: You are on bitter rage, so you get plus one. I am. And you are raging, so that will be 2d6 plus four to strike out at someone.
3: I have bitter rage, yep. All right. Ten.
1: Ten. So each of you mark a condition
3: I'm gonna go
1: or or, or you can take something from them uh, or avoid marking a condition so you get the option
4: hmm.
3: what could I take from Yakimo that would be would, would be like interesting or dramatic because otherwise I'll just mark like righteous or something
2: you can take Yakimo's heart <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll take I'll take Giacomo's heart and I won't mark anything off.
1: So what do you take?
3: Oh um yeah um, why not take his heart? Yeah. Um Yes you do. I think I still have to mark a condition though, because it's take something or avoid.
1: You mark a condition.
3: Yeah. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna mark righteous because I feel like I struck first. Clearly I'm winning.
0: I have to mark a condition and or take something from her? No,
1: no, you have to mark a condition. Okay, uh, I will mark raging. Okay, so you are raging. So, but at the same time, you just pass through, flash through each other and uh, to everyone's surprise, people are pretty sure that one of you will cut the other down, but there is no blood on the sand. How, on this moment, you love Tsuko?
0: Yakimo has fought many warriors, faced countless horrors, and slain demons and oni too powerful to comprehend. But never till this moment has he seen a warrior spirit that matches his own, and in that first flash of steel, he knew there would never be another like Suko. So neither side is their own
1: blood, and... The question that I ask you, Akamo, do you go
0: for a kill? Can I instead attempt to grapple? No, I will not. I will not go for a killing blow. I mean, that is a no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. OK, so because you're not going to kill the killing blow. Hell yeah. You want to grapple? So let's say that that's act with desperation. So what are you
0: seeking to accomplish with this grapple? I I would like to achieve a moment in the duel where both look each other deeply in the eyes and pause for like a moment (laughs) in the middle of the combat. Okay. So are you doing this for love? Yes, for love.
1: Are you doing this for vengeance? Sure. Fuck a rascal. Are you in the center of attention? I would hope so. Okay, 2d6 plus 3,
0: unless your conditions are non-effective. So, yeah. Does my move up boy trigger here? I don't think so, but I'm unsure of how the wording
2: works. I think you would have to be using the move uh, express your love passionately.
1: Maybe, uh, I think it will trigger on on a follow-up. Okay, gotcha. So, 2d6 plus 3. It's a 9! Okay, so you can, uh, as you are going, as you're going to draw again at each other, you can just strike them as normally, or you can extend your arm and restrain her as she passes alongside you. The problem is you're doing this as a, a six feet of steel Sharped are rushing in your direction. So what is going to be an otherwise simple strike is going to be, let's say, very accident prone, and you are putting
0: your life in the line if you get to restrain her. So you're saying that if I do want to go for the option, I do run the risk of being super stabbed or slashed?
1: Well, you're facing certain deaths, so, which at this, at this, you know, it can risk that it seems you die. You can choose to die, or you can come back with the consequence from the list.
0: It's, listen, this is, this is Berserker on Berserker combat. You can't hesitate for maybe I'll die. That's some bitch stuff that Rasso and Tatori probably worry about. But this, nah, Suko won't respect Yakumo if he backs down now and doesn't go for like the big move. So yeah, hell yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so
1: let's roll 2d6 plus 2. And you went to miss on this one. I got a six. So, your Tsuku, you for a moment you cherish as you feel warm blood splashing across your chest as your uh, uh, sword strikes through, but your your success turns into terror as you can feel the dead weight of Yakumo landing on you as he was moving to grab your sword arm and restrain you. And for a moment, the audience goes silent, pale faces, as it seems that you just struck him right across the heart. And Yakimo, tell us how you manate, managed to survive what was almost
0: a lethal strike. First, mechanically, Ludo, is there anything I need to know about before answering this or just am I doing it narratively? Yeah, narratively. You basically, you
1: escaped certain death. You escaped something that everyone was sure will just have killed him.
0: Okay, Yakimo's conscious comes back to him as he feels the ragged breaths Pull at the wound across his chest. He slowly pushes himself up to his knees and with a wide grin on his face, says, "Well struck. <laughs> well struck, Sukosan. San, That is prowess I can respect. Get Suku, How do you feel about what just happened?
3: Oh, I mean, she won, so she's pretty great. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, this is also a duel, and there's there's dueling etiquette. So she will look down and say, and your courage is to be commended as well, Hida-san. Well, I thought he was on his knees. Oh, no, I got pinned. Okay, sorry. Then she will look up um, and say, and your courage is to be commended as well, Hida-san. That's... Get someone to look at that wound, shall we? Just trying to, like, maybe nudge him off.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think you wanted to do a move. Yeah, no, I would like to use up, boy. Uh, No, Yakamo. Yeah, express my love passionately.
3: Okay, what move is that? Okay.
0: On express your love. When you rile someone up while I'm remaining aloof. Okay, so are you dressed I am so sexy right now. I am in a loincloth and a bunch of oiled muscles. You bet I am.
1: So, are you dressed to Press? Uh, I think so. Do they believe that you are single? Years ago?
3: I mean, did you did you not just like. What, was Suko there for that conversation where you hinted that you and Bayushi Yojiro had like spent some time together?
0: Oh, yeah, no, no, no. He just said. He just said, Jiro, it's been such a long time.
3: Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I I personally was not there for that conversation, so I don't know the details.
0: Okay, then yes. Okay.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, I have no reason to believe you're not single.
0: Okay. So are you touching them physically? Yes, absolutely. Are you the center of attention? I think that there is no way I could be less the center of attention than this moment. And you are lustful. So you get to the six plus five. Eleven. Eleven.
1: Okay, so your target gives themselves to you or reveals a secret they probably should not. And they also tell you either they love you or not. And more important, who else they love?
4: Mm,
3: What are we going to (laughs) do?
0: Suko. in all my years of combat, my many duels and clashes, I have never seen such prowess or strength in another individual.
3: Okay, so, um, what, what, what are your, what, yeah, here we go.
0: I stand before you today and say that you, Suko, are the one warrior I can trust and respect
2: with all that I am. You don't.
3: Oh, how do you say no to a speech like that? Um, You don't. Suko looks up and just blinks because, man, he, he's talking about respecting her as an individual and and who doesn't want that in their life, really. Um, I see now that the attempts to get my attention with the wine a few days back were not completely as discourteous as I originally assumed that they were, Hida-san, and I confess that you are Impressive to battle, and her eyes just kind of go up and down a couple times. Look upon, perhaps, perhaps this is something that could work. Though I must confess, I still still feel something for stupid and even Akodo Araso. I would you still have me in spite of this,
0: Suko? I would never begrudge you the paths of your heart. For as long as we have the respect and trust of each other, what else can go wrong in this world?
3: Nothing. Just, you know, dramatic and smiling kind of widely. We've never seen her smile quite like this before.
0: You hear
1: from the audience the voice of Itami, You must be kidding me! He has no right! Everyone saw! He lost! He lost! Taturi lost!
2: I'm fucking dying.
1: And uh, the the everyone looks, everyone looks to the Kitsu Priest, and the Kitsu Priest looks to Arasu, waiting for his liege to come down and decide what this loss under heaven means.
2: God, didn't think about that, huh? Gonna have to make a choice here as the as the as the liege. Oi, howdy. Um, yeah, give me a minute. I'm going to take suggestions in the comments.
1: So what was the precise claim? So Tsuku... Refu- so this is taken that Tsuko was not insulting the phoenix, which is good. Uh, but it's also bad because she made the claim that the Toturi was involved with someone else on the day of his wedding. And this will be scandalous. Unless Arasu can somehow save this.
2: Arasu steps forward, and I think he's not really paying much attention to whatever the fuck is going on now between Suko and uh, Yakamo. That's a that's a problem for later. He steps forward, and in a loud voice, uh, he addresses uh, the crowd, and he says, The eyes of the ancestors and of heaven. This duel has determined that my brother, Okoto Taturi, has failed. I will not have... Member of my own house, disrespect our guests in such a way. Fatui will do, or will be dealt with by my own hand. But now I must turn and ask our guests from the Phoenix Clan. I have always stood on, or stood on the principle that I would never make any one of my clan do something that I would not do myself. For this insult that my brother has laid at your feet, I humbly offer my own hand in marriage in place of a Kodo Tatori.
1: Yeah, Tsukune, what are the reactions on the Phoenix side?
4: <laughs> That's... Man, I... First of all, Tsukune is probably uh, <laughs> thinking more about that whole thing with Yakamo and Tsuko. <laughs> but Izawa Kaede okay, is, well... I'm not sure what her feelings were for Totori, but I get the feeling that this might be the worst day of her life ever. (laughs) This is a terrible wedding.
1: (laughs) So Tetsu is completely livid. He has no idea of what the hell has been going on. Because it is a disaster and he's already taking mental notes of how things are going to go with the lion clan when he becomes clan champion situation like this cannot happen ever again. And he makes a mental note to never, ever, ever, ever invite uh, either the Matsudaimy or the Saiyan of the uh, the crab for any event in the future. Kaede just stands out proud and magnificent in her wedding dress. You're not talking only to Izawa Kaede. Asako-sama, you stand before the Master of Void and as of last week, head representative of the Council of Five. I am not someone that is able to take the name Akodo, not at this time, not even for someone in such an august position as you. You must understand what you are asking of me.
2: asako son. I understand perfectly what this will mean for myself and for my clan. I will need a short time to set my affairs in order, but I understand.
4: Uh, wait,
1: timeout. This is kind of against Arazu's characterization. Uh, no, I, because you have been playing him doing all these things to get control of the clan. Right. And that was kind of, yeah, I was kind of thinking about that. And I'm not really sure what to do there. And at the same time, it's not a punishment with Totori because then he'll become the Daimyo, or uh, because you know, if there was some way in which you know Arasu could give the plot the the plans to someone else to continue, I can see him doing this. But he is basically—it's not only that he won't be marrying the Phoenix, he will be canceling all of his plans.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I'm not sure what to do here.
0: Yeah. And the Lion probably go to Suko at that point, right? Like, that's the opposite. I mean, that's great. Listen, that's great for my ending. Yakumo and Suko uh, as champion and uh, trophy husband of the Lion for the win. But probably not Arasso's favorite idea. Exactly. Like, this is this is
1: against uh, yeah I mean you can also you know you can make uh, the proposal that you know yeah we marry we don't join each other
2: family oh can I do that
1: this is really a symbolic wedding well you can propose oh, you know that the unicorn do this I mean uh, the the, cl- the cl- clan champion of uh, of the unicorn has a bunch of kids and uh, is not married to anyone
2: hmm.
0: And it'd be hard to sell to the lion. I think I don't think like the lion are super traditional, so it will be very unorthodox, and it will be hard for you to sell this to the phoenix.
1: But yes, but uh, yeah, but you know, you also ask the lion to break with tradition a bunch of times, so this also would count as you making a sacrifice.
3: But if he's been spending all his time making friends with people in other clans, then they might stand up to support him. Like their guests at the wedding um, that he's been talking to. And if they can see that they might benefit from it, they might be like, of course, it makes sense. Like such and such a a thing happens all the time. Are you saying that the unicorns rules are like bad ones? Um, Like,
1: so you can try to sell this to the audience. So the question here is what Arasu wants from this, first and foremost.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think, like, as much as possible, Arasu still wants to protect Satori. That's very much within his characterization. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, like, he's been doing this whole...
1: So what is that Arasu wants? Uh, Yeah, but, you know, he can protect him only
2: if he's in control. Right. Um, So... Yeah, I think... um... I think he would still wanna to try to propose the symbolic marriage because that way he he can maintain his control over the Lion Clan and stuff, but I feel like that's gonna be a really hard sell. I mean, ultimately what
1: is gonna be the what is gonna be the the thing that he wants to accomplish by marrying Casey, even you know, at the distance on practical terms, because none of you is joining each other's family.
2: Um I mean so like He's still trying to salvage this this union between between Crane and like Crane and Lion. At the at the end of the day, that's like what he's trying to do here. Like he doesn't want he spent a lot of time trying to make this work and thought he had a way to do it, and now like you know that has basically been removed as an option. Um, so that's what he wants, and it's, like he, he can't you know he can't just offer someone else to up to do it. So he thinks that I, I think he thinks that it has to be him, but also like he you know, can't put Taturi in charge of the Lion Clan because then he's not getting punished appropriately.
1: Okay, uh, let's start with spot something out of place to see if you can get something that can help you. So have you been intimate with Kaede recently?
2: Okay, I very much doubt it.
1: Are you free of other distractions?
2: In this moment, I think he's intensely focused on just this. So,
1: yes. Are you keeping your hands clean? I would say no. Okay, 2d6 plus 1.
2: This doesn't feel like keeping your hands clean. That is an 11, though. Okay, so I'm...
1: Hmm.
2: Okay, you have two questions. How could I get... Instead of the words your character, can I use Kaede here? Huh? Uh, Ludo. Um Instead of... Uh, the, the question is phrased, how could I get your character to blank? Can I use Kaede as that?
1: No, you're using
2: Kaede. Okay, yeah. Uh, how could I get Kaede to find this very unorthodox solution equitable.
1: Okay, so that's one question. So, she did not love Toturi. I mean, she does not know Tutturi. And she would also, you see, as a convenience deal. She would actually be relieved if she did not have any expectations to be a wife, that she could you know, continue her her progress. The thing is she has her doubts that uh, uh, Arasu is wise enough because of the events that happen here. She suspects that he might be just too foolish to have someone that you don't worry about and just lets her do that and God heavens uh, interest states and kids and the reputation of you to him as well as the future of the clan so she would mean to be too convinced that uh, not only is this a wise, but an orthodox decision, Arisu is also a wise man. That she does not need to worry about, which, let's be honest, is something that she was afraid Tuturi would be. So, you know, capitalizing on that anxiety might be a thing that, you know, this is not, that somehow this is not Arasu's fault, that this was outside control. And he's being wise and clever and smart to somehow dealing with this mess. What is the other question?
2: Okay. What is... Hmm. what is kaide hoping to get from this union she did not really think about that
1: because it was before her father disappeared and before so many of the members of the of the elemental council have died and she still has not given thought what is going to be her role as the facto ruler of the of the clan as well as there is some terrifying thing at her that she might need help and you recognize the signs of someone that is dealing with the burdens of command and does not have anyone to share and you realize that Kaede wants Kaede wants to protect the Empire in a scale that was not possible before. That at least she wants to not have to worry about the lion invading this summer as they deal with whatever crisis tormenting them. It, you assume because of you know her being the master of void, that uh, it must be some supernatural or spiritual matter. So, if you can provide relief to her that she does not have to worry about war at least, or ideally that she will have the means to act through the empire or at least through across line lands or maybe get access to the resources of the Kitsu family and maybe have the back uh, in court when the phoenix need to make some unusual requests. You get the feeling that this peace of mind will earn you her graces by getting uh, her goals advanced.
2: I think Taturi, uh, I don't think we're going to cut out the previous attempt here, but um, I think Taturi, I mean, uh, yes, yeah, sorry, I'm not Taturi. I would never. Um, take three, here we go.
1: No, you think that that is true? So.
2: Arasu uh, addresses Kaede and says, I am aware that it is unorthodox, but I understand perfectly the enormous responsibility that is placed on one in your position. I would in no way wish to interfere with that. I certainly have my responsibilities to my own clan, but I would be humbled to join a union with you. My clan can do a great deal to assist yours in its endeavors. And I recognize that the things to which you face, the ways of heavens and of the spirits, are integral to what creates a strong and prosperous empire i offer myself as one of a union if we cannot be entirely together at least we can be joined in combined pursuits in a future where we make rokugan better for all of us
5: okay uh yeah
2: i'm not good at this kind of thing (laughs)
1: Uh, I wonder which is going to be the best move for this. I will say this is either the man what you deserve or act with desperation. What do you think it might be?
2: Um, I really don't know which is which, like, which is a better move here. I mean,
1: the question is, is what you want this alliance? and you are basically demanding this uh, or are you trying to avoid causing problems with uh, the the phonics or problems with uh, your own clan and you are acting with desperation? What do you think is the situation? What describes this situation the most?
2: I feel like I'm trying, huh? I think it's act with desperation. So what is
1: the thing that you are avoiding the most?
2: Um, I am avoiding, I think, at this point, losing all of this work that I've put into joining these two clans together. And you know, to me, if Kaide could, be, oh, if uh, uh, if Kaede and uh, if and, and the Phoenix benefit from that as well, that's that's good with me. Um, you know, I, I I think he would happily be interested in investing resources and support into that if it means that he he gets what he wanted. So I'm avoiding yeah, I'm, I'm trying to avoid losing this I'm trying to avoid losing all of this hard work and, and, and losing
1: this alliance. But what are you trying to avoid? This is what you want? Does the love of my clan count? Okay. okay, so are you doing this for love? And your brother, yeah. Okay, then yes. Uh, are you doing this for vengeance?
2: Not unless I'm just doing I'm also like just saying fuck you to Tsuko. <laughs>
1: I don't think it would. I, I don't know. Okay, so you get
2: vengeance. Okay, cool. Uh, are you keeping your hands clean? I don't know. It feels kind of like it, right? I
1: think you are deep in the mud. I think it's hard to get more in the mud than this. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, roll plus two. That's a
2: five.
1: Well, yeah, the, Elysian, the alliance is fucked. Your alliance is fucked. Uh, unless, alternatively, you can keep this alliance, but it's gonna ruin your alliance with the Scorpion. Uh, yeah, those are, those are the options that I'm gonna present you. You can either save this alliance, or whatever happened here. It's obvious that you cannot be trusted, and the Scorpion gonna withdraw her their support. Um,
2: Evan, I need you. Hello, baby.
1: So you have to choose. You cannot keep an alliance with the Scorpion and the Phoenix. You're gonna have to sacrifice someone. Uh, Evan, what
2: do we think? What are we we trying to? Uh,
0: Can you attack the Scorpion?
2: Can we attack the Scorpion, Ludo?
0: Yes, we can because it's literally Minoru's backstory. Can Can the Scorpion attack you? Like think about it with
2: beaten pass. Uh, I think I think so. I don't. I'm not. No. The answer is no.
0: That's a good point. Uh, Alright, so that, that's bad. Can the phoenix fuck our shit with magic?
1: <laughs> is that even a question? <laughs> oh yeah,
2: fuck. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't... I mean, like, that, is, that would be their primary method by which they fucked our shit, but at the same time...
0: I'm the angel and the demon on Orasso's shoulder right now. Um, I, I'm his granddad frowning at him as he considers this. Um, which, one, which one gives us more of an advantage over the crane?
2: He loves that, I'm sure. Kind of neither.
1: Well, you know that the scorpion always gonna hate the crane. No, that's the thing. The scorpion always gonna hate the crane, but the scorpion are also not uh, ever, ever make any obvious moves. While the phoenix are more likely to make obvious moves of support, but every single time you're gonna make them choose between the
0: crane and you. Yeah, that's true. The scorpion are the safe bet. Are they? <laughs> Well, I think maintaining the scorpion are, is safer than because the, the getting the phoenix on your side is pushing into new territory. It's exploring new options that like haven't really been there before. Where securing the southern border is like a safer, more reliable option from my perspective.
1: Uh, also, the scorpion have been hit by the great hail. That's true. They're weak. You don't need them.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're gonna we're gonna maintain the thing with the phoenix. Um yep, we're gonna do that. For better or for worse.
1: So Keda okay, listens and she nods. This has been the most unorthodox Wedding day that has ever happened in the last centuries. However, Akod Arasu, you demonstrate wisdom rare in these days. You have fully mastered the principles of leadership as that tome elevates versatility and capacity to deal with unexpected change in an unpredictable, clever way. You are quick to think in your feet and you do your clan a great service. I am honored to be your wife, and I am honored that you get to call yourself that too. We will be together and carry each other in our hearts as we make sure that the Phoenix and Lion remain
2: unrevolved
1: in the Empire, and we will protect the soul and the body of the Empire.
2: I think he just uh, bows and says... I will do my best to honor you as my wife, and I am humbled to be seen as your husband. I will do my best to provide the Phoenix with whatever I can give, and I look forward to happy and hopefully long years to come.
1: And you know, as you scan the crowd, that... Yajiro is nowhere to be seen and you know that he had to write some urgent missive that cannot be good for you after all, things were already shaky you were expecting a letter from them at any moment and they did not send it with this, you're pretty confident that you have lost the support of the scorpion, this is gonna make the invasion of the river of gold much more difficult as you are counting in their logistical support and... and As everyone clears to prepare to marry by twilight, you have three hours to go back to your office and set up your affairs and you look at your letters. And the first thing that you notice is as you put them aside, you have the letter which Yakamo offered to be Tsuko's second, but then you notice a nearly identical letter in which Tsuko requests that you be her second. And as you stare at these two letters, way too similar in writing, one that you are st- Seeing for the first time, even if it was delivered before, you also notice an absence across the scrolls and you cannot find in your office the imperial edict backing your conquest of the river of gold. Oh, yeah, I still was counting on that two sixes that you got at the beginning of the session. I was waiting for you to get into the office.
2: Wait, which one was this that I got at the beginning of the... Is this something that I did?
1: Oh, yeah. yes. You got uh, two failures at the beginning of the session. And I did not... Uh, uh, th- it was the moves against you. I just telegraphed that there was something bad incoming.
2: Yeah. But, like, I think... Yeah. I, I This seems like it's good for us, maybe? The actual us? The... Well, they might still invade anyway. That's true.
0: Yeah, like also, we should not be focusing on like metagaming for like benefits for our clan. Like the story here is what we were focused on. And I think the story we have is quite like the super, uh, super dramatic and fun one, which is what we were here to do. Like,
1: well, also, you know, you can just blame the scorpion and attack the scorpion.
0: Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? Not be invaded by the lion? I start making
2: plans to attack the scorpion. Just how dare. (laughs) Right in front of my salad. Yeah, like,
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah, oh dear, (laughs) right in front of my
2: salad.
6: Lands, their wonders, and horrors were played by Ludo. They can be found at Dilethiel on Twitter and Ichio, as well as at Heroes of the Republic. Bayushi Minoru was played by Brad. He can be found on Discord at BZAJ1648 and at Twitter at BZAJDABarbarian. Sakai no Doji Eiko was played by Evan. He can be found on Facebook as Evan Strite, Discord as Pushy 1871, and on fellow L5R actual play Secondhand Strife. Soshi Yuzume was played by Charlie. She can be found on Discord as Ree and on Twitter at BowserJ, where you can find links to her L5R blog. Asahina Hajime was played by Sam. He can be found on Discord and Reddit as Live From My Basement and on Instagram at sjthelachek.
2: This is a Court Games podcast. You can find out
0: more about them at courtgamespod on Twitter or at their site courtgamespod.com. Legend of the Five Rings is the intellectual property of Fantasy Flight Games.
6: D twenty radio, your gamers roll.
5: WWW. twenty radio.com <laughs>